Hello and welcome to The Lineup from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. A transcription behind the scenes of a police headquarters in a great American city. For under the cold, glaring lights will pass before us the innocent, the vagrant, the thief, the murderer. This is The Lineup. Sergeant, uh, I hate to tell you what my wife calls me, though. 
<laughs> you weren't as funny as that last night. Well, I wasn't. Your neighbors didn't think so. Oh, well, gosh, I don't know why they got so sore at me, son. Maybe it was those bagpipes you were playing. Well, why should anyone get sore? Nothing to lose it. You were playing them in the middle of the street, Haven, at two in the morning. I was? That's right. Well, imagine that. Two in the morning. And it was only eight o'clock when I started to play McGregor's bar. No time surely does fly in those bars, my daughter Sarge. All right, Haven. Move on down. Number three, Turk Rhymer, possession of deadly weapons. Step right up there, Turk. Where do you live? Talk up, Trey. Where'd you sleep last? What were you doing on Maple Street at 11.30 last night, Turk? At 11.30? Arresting officers found a number of deadly weapons in your possession, Turk. What kind of weapons? One 12-inch length of lead pipe, a pair of brass knuckles, one leather-covered blackjack, two guns, a 32 Colt, a 38 Smith & Wesson. So what? You need all that to go to a movie? Sure, I did. I was going to see Hans Christian Anderson. What's that got to do with it? Well, those fairy tales always scare me. <laughs> Any questions or identifications out there in the audience room? How about it, General? Nah, you got a bunch of ducks and tea heads up there tonight, Lieutenant. The guy you're out there's a real... No questions, Sergeant. city limits. You've got no jurisdiction. Yeah. Trouble is, they don't open their handbooks and then their policy wheels in Hanford. We ran them out of town once. We can do it again. Tell him, catch me. Waldo, man. Oh, yeah, Bill. Any luck on the boots crack off killing? No, not so far. You think it's a syndicate job? It's all the earmarks. Who do you think might have ordered it? Uh, two possibilities. Al Franchetti in Chicago and Dude Wagner in New York. Mm-hmm. Well, flight 305 from the east lands at the airport at 10.15, Dan. I think you better meet it. Why is that? Got a teletype from Chicago. There's a passenger aboard with the name of Alfred Frank. They think it might be Franchetti. Well, be that,
young man, mister. My name's Frank, Alfred Frank. Let's walk over this way and talk about it. Look, Dale, maybe you didn't hear him. You said you got the wrong man. We heard him, Davis. And don't get tough, pal. People get into trouble after you. Shut up, Davis. Now, look, pal. Shut up. It's okay, look. Maybe these gentlemen have got some authority for talking to us this way. Well, this is good enough. You got a name to go along with a badge? Lieutenant Guthrie. I'm glad to know you, Guthrie. Touch him. He's in Hanford. Who took you? One of the boys used to handle a policy wheel for him. 
Said Lou Davis told him to start operating again. Uh, I guess it's figured. So where do we go from here? Find out who killed Boots Krakow. Been trying for two weeks, Ben. Haven't got a lead. Well, it's the only way we'll get to Franchetti. It's a pretty long shot. Michelson at the Attorney General's office is going to help. If Franchetti hasn't got him on the payroll. Oh, uh, not Michelson. He's put a couple of men in Hanford. Maybe they can dig up something there. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Ten Guthrie. Say, Lieutenant, this is Hank Jaffe. Remember? Now, what's on your mind, Jaffe? Well, the guy from the sticks you wanted. The operator who maybe dumped Boots Krakow. I think I got him spotted for you. Where is he? Like I told you, I only seen him once, but this monkey sure looked like him. Where is he, Jaffe? I want to get racked up for this, Lieutenant. I'm walking a slow road right now. You won't get into any trouble, Jaffe. Just tell me where he is. Well, he's at the Poodle Bar in the Stratford Hotel. I'm pretty talky with a guy named Lou Davis. October 30th, 1944. The place, a battlefield near St. Jacques, France. Fifth Infantry had lost 55 of its 88 men in an attack on a strongly entrenched company of crack mountain troops. Private Reuben Ross took action to protect the remainder of his unit. With his light machine gun, he moved to a forward position to absorb the first impact of a counterattack. As machine gun and small arms fire struck the ground around him, Ross fired with deadly accuracy and turned back the assaulting force. Six more times the elite mountain troops attacked Ross's position, and six times he repelled their assault. Now, most of the supporting American riflemen were out of ammunition. During an eighth assault, Ross carried on almost alone, turning back the enemy who had crawled to within four yards of his position. When his last rounds were gone, Ross and the eight surviving riflemen were advised to pull back to the company command post. But more ammunition was expected, so they held the positions. As the nine men stood with fixed bayonets against a final all-out attack, ammunition at last was brought to Private Ross. He opened fire at once, killing 40 of the attackers and wounding 10 more. The assault was broken. For his actions during the five-hour battle, Wilburn Ross received the Medal of Honor. The citation called his deeds an inspiration to his comrades in the high tradition of military service. Wilburn Ross, who asked not what his country could do for him, but what he could do for his country. Some other time. You got something on your mind that won't wait? That's right. 
Well, what is it? I will tell you on the way downtown. Okay. My car's parked around the corner on uh, Sedgwick Street. I will take ours. Be glad to run you down there. We'll take ours. to leave my car there, officer. It's a two-hour parking zone. I'm glad we'll get a ticket. Not a body, huh? Well, sure. I never got a ticket in my life. Maybe I did get one now. Yeah. All right. Good night. You sure you wouldn't rather have me drive it down? Ready. Well, you say so. You ever hear of Bruce Krakow? Krakow? Krakow. I didn't I read something in the paper about him, uh... Heard it, gangster or something? Got all you know about him? Well, it's good I know. But asking you. Is that what you wanted to talk to me about? The murder of some gangster? That's right. Well, I don't think gangsters murder any more than you do, officer, but I'm sure I can't help you out there. You better change your mind before you get downtown. Why's that? Unless you can clean it up for us, we're booking you on suspicion of homicide. Are you serious? That's right. <laughs> I just want you to spread a little word around town, Jaffe. Yeah? 
What's the rumble? We picked up Rudy Wolchek for the Krakow job, then let him go. Because he's going to copper on the guy who paid him for it. Hey, on the level? How about it, Jeffy? Yeah, sure. You got a deal, Lieutenant. Thanks. Mm, might work, then. You have to get a break somewhere down the line. Mm. Lieutenant Guthrie. This is Michelson, Ben. Oh, yes, Mike. Something doing? All right, depends. On what? You send a man by the name of Asher out here to Hanford? Mm, he might have turned up there. He was trailing New Davis, why? He's here, all right. In the hospital. Somebody gunned him down. down Main Street, probably still feeling nervous. Car pulled up alongside and someone went down. Yeah, must have had him spotted. That's the only way to figure. Yeah. How are you doing? Franchetti's in business all right. He's got two floors in the Hampton Hotel. Looks like he's holding open house where old gunman, bookie, and numbers racket in the state. Mm-hmm. Another tape recorder over there? Yeah, I got a man in the hotel now trying to slip a couple of bugs in the Franchetti's rooms. I don't know what luck you'll have, huh? Has to be good, Mike. You got something in the fire? Should be immediate there in the next couple of days. Franchetti Davison would have Walshank. You expecting fireworks? I don't anything could happen. Up to and including murder. We'll get those bugs in somewhere. Okay. You know, Ben, we could be going to a lot of trouble for nothing. No way. Federal Immigration Department's working in Franchetti, too. A deportation rap. I'd have settled for that a couple of hours ago. But not now. Yes? Uh, ben Guthrie, Mike. 
Those bugs in working order? They're working fine, Dan. Wall checking as well. Yeah, looks like it. We'll get it down. Now, look. Your pan's out. We'll want the stuff down here fast. You have it. French 82. Is that all? That's it. See you later, Ben. Michael Sarasek? Yeah. Things could break fast when you get back to the office. Uh, no hurry. Haven't had my dessert yet. I thought you'd get your appetite back. Some ordinary bum. Yeah, yeah, I know, Franchetti. You've got friends, influence. You bet I have. By the time I get through, I'll turn this crummy police department of yours inside out. Sit down, Franchetti. I'm not going to sit down any place. I'm walking right out of here. Sit down. Send Sergeant Cargo in with the prisoner. You should have stayed out of town, Franchetti. Would have been safer for you. I mean, it's time to stay. Nobody like you is going to force me out. Not anymore, no. You'll be a guest here for a long time. All right, Rudy. Stick right in. How's Lou Davis getting along, Sergeant? Lou? The doctors removed the slugs, Lieutenant. They think you live. Uh, what are you talking about? What's happened to Lou Davis? He got in a jam. What kind of a jam? Attempted homicide. On the person of Rudy Walchek here. You know our friend, Chetty. Rudy. You were talking about this man? That's right. I never saw him before, Lieutenant. What's this about Lou Davis? Mm, it's pretty simple. You sent him to kill Ruby Walchek. We stopped him. You can't go around throwing charges like that at me. Hey, start up that machine, man. Sure thing, man. Throw it set. Tape recorder, friend, Jenny. What do you got on there? Here for yourself. To the town of town, what are you still doing? I like the town. The innocent, the vagrant, 
the thief, the murderer. The lineup starring Bill Johnstone as Lieutenant Ben Guthrie with Jack Moyles as Sergeant Pete Carter was written by Sidney Marshall with music composed and conducted by Eddie Dunstetter. Featured in tonight's cast were Howard McNear, Clayton Post, High Everback, Bob Sweeney, John McIntyre, Jeanette Nolan, Bill Conrad, and James McCallion. The lineup was transcribed in Hollywood by Jaime Del Valle. <laughs> facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. Smoking, be considerate. Don't pollute other people's air.